Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Deuteronomy. Hello there, faithful listeners, and happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend and that you are ready to dive into the Bible. We are going to be discussing Deuteronomy 18 today, verses 1 through 8. We're going to be talking about the Levites' inheritance again. And I think that uh, this portion is going to bring some new insights into the idea of God being the inheritance. So let's read Deuteronomy 18, 1 through 8. I'll be reading out the W.E.B. version of the Bible. Feel free to pause the podcast for a moment to go grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea or whatever else you might be drinking this morning or afternoon or night whenever you are listening to this podcast. But anyway, feel free to uh, pause the podcast to go grab your drink of choice and also your Bible. And let's sit back and relax and read Deuteronomy 18, 1 through 8. The priests and the Levites, all the tribe of Levi, shall have no portion nor inheritance with Israel. They shall eat the offerings of Yahweh made by fire and his portion. They shall have no inheritance among their brothers. Yahweh is their inheritance, as he has spoken to them. This shall be the priests due from the people, from those who offer a sacrifice, whether it be an ox or a sheep, that they shall give to the priest, the shoulder, the two cheeks, and the inner parts. You shall give him the first fruits of your grain, of your new wine, and of your oil, and the first of your fleece of your sheep. For Yahweh your God has chosen him out of all of your tribes to stand and minister in Yahweh's name, him and his sons forever. If a Levite comes from any of your gates out of all of Israel where he lives, and comes with all the desire of his soul to the place which Yahweh shall choose, then he shall minister in the name of Yahweh his God, as all his brothers the Levites do, who stand there before Yahweh. They shall have like portions to eat, in addition to that which comes from the sale of his family's possessions. So initially looking at this, you might be like, man, the Levites got the short end of the stick, you know, because they don't get any land, they don't get any property like all the other 11 tribes do. The Levites kind of get nothing. Instead, they sort of have to share with the other tribes and the tribes are supposed to share with them. But before we go there, let's take a look at this more in depth. It says that God is going to be the Levites inheritance. So this goes all the way back to basically the very first act of adult or I'm sorry, idolatry that the Israelite nation did, which was the golden calf. And that's way back in like Exodus 22, I think it was. And the golden calf happened and all the Israelites were just like dancing around this golden calf and doing all sorts of crazy things and uh, worshiping a false god. So after Moses comes down from the mountain and sees the people all like worshiping this golden calf, basically, he gets so angry that he like grinds the golden calf down into dust, forces the people to drink it, and the golden calf literally becomes human waste at that point, which I just find absolutely hysterical. The Levites, though, were the only tribe that didn't participate in the idolatry of Israel. They stood to the side and said, we do not agree with this behavior. We are not going to participate in the idolatry with this golden calf. So the Levites stood to one side. And at that point, God said that the Levites were going to be set apart and were going to be made holy. 
Because the Levites had already set themselves apart from that idolatry. They didn't agree with any of that. And uh, yeah, so God made them the priests over Israel. So not every single Levite was going to become a priest. We see that there were plenty of Levites that weren't able to become priests. But I do think that any Levite that wanted to minister in some way was allowed to minister. Maybe not necessarily becoming a priest, but there was something else that Levite could do in order to uh, in order to minister to God. We're going to see that in verse six through eight, what we talked about here in Deuteronomy 18. But anyway, that is how the Levites got set apart. That's kind of like the beginning of the story. So God set the Levites apart. And the Levites weren't supposed to get any of the promised land. The promised land was going to be divvied up into 11 parts. And those 11 parts would be, uh, would be, um, yeah, given to the other 11 tribes. Now, the Levites didn't get any part of that inheritance because God was supposed to be their inheritance. So first and foremost, the word inheritance is a special word, right? That means that something we we pass down to our children. In a lot of ways, the, the Levites were not getting the short end of the stick because imagine you just being able to pass your inheritance of God down to your children, like automatically. And that's pretty cool. Like your, your kids also are going to be able to share in that inheritance. I mean, that's, that's in my opinion, the best inheritance that any of the tribes could have gotten because the other tribes, let's say the tribe of Judah, who got the most amount of land of the promised land, they were able to pass that down to their children. And that was all <laughs> just worldly things. That was what the, the other tribes were able to pass down to their kids. But the tribe of Levi got to pass down Yahweh to their children. That's super cool when you think about it. And the other thing is that just because the Levites didn't get any portion of land doesn't mean that they weren't well taken care of. They were supposed to integrate into every single tribe, actually. That was kind of the reason I think that God purposefully didn't give them a piece of land. The Levites were supposed to go into the entire promised land and settle there. And when they settled there, they'd begin ministering to the people that were around them because the Levites were special in the fact that they were God's very special ministers to all the people. So the Levites would bless all of Israel. And in turn, Israel would bless all the surrounding nations. Now, one thing that the Levites were very much entitled to was actually their portion of the sacrifices that the people would bring. It says here in verse one, they shall eat of the offerings of Yahweh made by fire and his portion. Isn't that kind of cool? It's like God is sharing his stuff directly with the Levites. That's kind of fun. <laughs> I can imagine that like, you know that something you're eating came like was God's and he gave that thing to you. Now, of course, everything actually belongs to God. So everything we eat truly is God's. But there's just kind of something special about the Levites being able to eat of the sacrifices that the people bring. And not just the sacrifices, it actually says that they would also eat like the finest pieces of the animals. It says that you shall give the priest the shoulder, the two cheeks, and the inner parts of whatever animal is brought. Now that is, uh, 
those particular pieces of the animal were actually considered to be delicacies back in this day and age. I, I looked that up. And yeah, the stomach, the cheeks of the animal and the shoulders of the animal were supposed to be like the finest pieces of meat, like a delicacy back in these days. And God is saying that he's going to give the Levites like the finest pieces, according to cultural history, the finest pieces of meat to the Levites. And not only do they get those fine delicacies, they also get the first fruits, the new wine and the oil and the first of the fleece of the sheep. So the Levites were going to be well taken care of, even though they didn't get a a specific piece of property of their own to call their own. They were still allowed to live in houses and I believe own them. I'm pretty sure they were still allowed to own a specific, a specific amount of animals and possessions like they weren't it's not like they had to like live in poverty among the nations that was not the case sometimes when we think of like priests we think of them like living at a monastery or something like that or living like uh ragged and wretched i suppose but that's actually not what god was telling the levites to do rather they were allowed to own certain things they were allowed to have earthly possessions and they didn't have to live at the temple in fact, even the high priest didn't have to live at the temple. He was allowed to go home to his family. And priests were absolutely allowed to have families and allowed to be married and allowed to have children. Yeah, just the rules were that they better be ceremonially clean when they go back into that temple. The The priests were allowed to live a life and live a good life. The, the thing was, though, was that God was going to provide for all of the Levites' needs. So anytime the the Levites had a need of some sort, they would be privileged to be able to see God directly by his own hand fulfill that need. That alone is so special. I remember a story my mom told me uh, years and years ago before I think my parents had me. They were struggling to make rent. And what happened was they had no clue at, at all how they were going to make that month's rent payment. And so um, it was supposed to be $300 was what it was. And my dad was driving down the road and he noticed some money sitting in the middle of the road. And my dad got out and it happened to be $300 exactly. And it's like there's things like that where it's just so cool to see God directly supply your needs from his own hand. And the Levites... We're going to be able to see that on a day-to-day basis and have that faith that God was, in fact, going to supply all of their needs. And not just their needs, but the needs of their children. Like their children, in a sense, were kind of set. Their children were going to be able to experience God also. So really, when you think about it, what's the better inheritance? Some land or God who gives all. God who gives the land. Now, Christians are actually priests also. We are considered to be priests. So if we follow Jesus, we are the priests of the world. So a lot of these these things that God talks about with the Levites almost apply to us nowadays because you and I are considered to be priests also. We have God as our inheritance. And that's what Ephesians actually says. It says that God is our reward through Jesus. He is our reward. 
And I mean, there's something super beautiful about that. So since God is our reward, when we become Christians, that truly is the reward. We can experience a lot of the same thing that the priests in Deuteronomy were able to experience. We can experience God's provision. We can experience God's Holy Spirit giving us joy and life and happiness. This is another reason why the prosperity gospel is untrue. We aren't like the other tribes of Israel. Christians are not those other tribes. Christians, in a sense, are the Levites, were the priests. And so since our inheritance is God and has been established in the New Testament, that that is our inheritance, we don't necessarily get like, you know, prosperity from God here on earth because that's not our inheritance. So that's another way that the prosperity gospel is factually untrue, because when we start following God, that doesn't mean that God's going to bless us with prosperity. But what it does mean is that we are like the priests and we get to experience God as being our inheritance that we can also pass on to our children if our children end up uh, believing in God themselves. And there's something very, very special about that that I think people don't often pay attention to, that God is our inheritance and it's the best inheritance that we could ever possibly get. I have another YouTube video coming out pretty soon here. And this one is going to actually be about modern worship, worship music. Because even though the songs we hear now aren't necessarily anti-biblical, in fact, I would consider very few of them to be outright anti-biblical, there's another problem that is extremely prevalent with the majority of songs actually that have come out in recent years. So I'm going to talk about that specifically. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be coming out soon once I finish editing that video. And if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, go into the bio of this podcast episode and please do so. But friends, you're also going to see other links that's that are going to direct you to my books and also to the t-shirt shop. So if you like the Bible Explained podcast, grab yourself a t-shirt and wear it proudly so that other people can see it also. Friends and faithful listeners, I will see you tomorrow morning for an episode out of Luke. 6 a.m. is when the episode airs, but whenever you wake up to listen to it is just fine because the episodes never go away. Friends and faithful listeners, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Happy listening and God bless.